else doesn't have a hand. Now that sounds like you sound magic. like a dick right yeah. there. <laughs> that's what, that's but what I'm like. getting ahead. <laughs> Today is gonna be the day that I'm gonna vandal blast you. By now, you should have somehow realized what not to do. I don't believe that anybody's artifacts are safe from me now. Browbeat, the word is on the street that you better let me draw some damn cards. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but seriously, you better let me draw some damn cards. <laughs> I don't believe that anybody wants to draw cards like I do right now. Because maybe, are you going to be the one who lets me draw and save me? And after all, I drew a fucking wall. <laughs> 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 wow i will <laughs> impressive very impressive i will not step my game up for that uh oasis wonderwall there you go great song <laughs> i gotta i gotta give a little side note to this uh i started that's a page yeah i know <laughs> i started actually singing uh a different uh oasis song so i started with look at this card Look how it shines for you. <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh, it's yellow. But yeah, that, that's the that thing. One. There was no like hook, so I was like, ah, I gotta, I gotta scratch that. It and was all yellow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's the song. So, anyways, welcome, Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. I am Adam Smith, and I am Lowry Smith. You know, that's kind of like our start right there. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. We are cousins. There we go. But that like. Uh, little ramp into it that's when we do it <laughs> that's when people know that they can start paying attention you know what we didn't discuss beforehand is this episode 48 shit i don't know i think <laughs> i think it is <laughs> we just keep doing it they all blend together yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. if all of a sudden you hear my number come in like i'll just <laughs> 49 <laughs> like i'll just cut it and put it in there is this episode 49 yeah 40 I 48 think it's 48. it is 48 yeah so uh we got a lot, 47 a lot on the... i know it's not 47 well actually should we get into the following us stuff? Yeah. Hey, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. At Commander Smiths. You can Gmail us. At Commander Smiths. And you can YouTube us. At Commander Smiths! Woo! And speaking of YouTube, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't followed us on Twitter or you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, I did finally make the proxy video this yeah, week. So yeah. and it's pretty cool. Yeah. So start to finish, kind of show watch you. It yet. <laughs> he, did, yeah. he started to watch it and then it was it too scared loud. My child. <laughs> Uncle Adam, you're scary. <laughs> What's going on? So, uh, yeah, make so, sure that your volume on YouTube is appropriate. It's not extra loud or no, anything. No, but you I'm just, just saying, don't start it off blaring on your phone. That's what I did. It's because you had your porno up uh, before. No, that is unwise <laughs> to have your porno all the way up. But, uh, yeah, so the video is up on YouTube. You guys can check that out. For proxies our, and yeah, kind it, of the process It's start to finish. I kind of show you, even if you don't, you know, I use Photoshop. Uh, but I do show kind of a cheat way of, if you don't have Photoshop, how to actually go through and make proxies on your own. So well, that was very kind of you to think of yeah. people like me. Yeah, exactly. Well, you don't make them anyways. I make them for you. <laughs> people like me. Yeah, exactly. And I did used to do them for myself. So I probably know. Oh, you that. did? I, I probably taught you that process. What? Of how to do it without Photoshop. No. I was doing it without Photoshop. What, where are you pulling it from? No. I don't know. I just 
sized them properly on a mm. page. So I, I go through that whole thing too yeah. of like I would to put so. it on Word, how to uh, everything, even cutting it out and all that stuff. So um, dimensions, dimensions, dimensions. Two point five five and three point five five are the dimensions. How many times did you say that? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Re- that's the difference, and I've mentioned to you before. Is yeah. like. When we do our videos and our podcasts, we don't like have recuts unless we have an echo like last week's mm-hmm. episode. But when you're by yourself, everything kind of has to, fu- especially when you're doing a how-to video, you have to have it right, you know. And so yeah. I did so many cuts over and over again to make sure that I had the wording right and explaining things right. So it took me probably three or four times longer than it does when <sighs> we just do our videos. because dedication. We don't have recuts. It's just... We wing it. Yeah, now we just do. We kind of are like, hey, we, this is point A. We want to get to point B. Let's just do everything in yeah. between and fuck yeah. it. <laughs> Speaking it's, of that, that's this episode. That's what's going on. <laughs> so what do, what do we have planned for this episode? I think well, it's uh, everything came out for Man, uh, Ravnica Allegiance. So we're gonna wrap up our uh, our spoilers for Ravnica Allegiance, and we will kind of uh, go you're, through. You're done with that what was spoiled this week but then also we didn't talk about uncommons or commons last week so we're gonna or the last two or three weeks or whatever right so we're gonna part, throw so. the the ones that we feel we'll are into them. decent enough to talk about or for, cool yeah interesting yeah liz rog yeah <laughs> that looks really cool <laughs> freaking simic stuff and as we were going through crazy they're, they're all like three creature types and they're all freaking just nuts yeah you, okay i keep seeing you going for your I beer know, so I let's just let's right, just we'll drink this beer it. talk all about right. the beer so this one is called death by coconut it's an irish style porter uh oscar blues brewery and it's pretty tasty. He really wants it because he reached for it about four or five times Cheers. in just that intro. He's like, reached out, nope, can't drink it. He already cracked it and poured it, so we're good here. It's not coffee. <laughs> no, it's coconut. Let me taste that again. I think I can taste that coconut. What? What do you mean, think? It's death by coconut. This is very strong coconut. Okay. No? I can oh, taste Jesus. it a little bit. It's not uh, your Malibu coconut. We're going to have to check your taste buds. <laughs> All right. And then it's pretty decent, though. I actually... Where, where's it from, though? Colorado. Oh, nice. Longmont. Very nice beard, Larry. Now you can actually drink it. Now I can. Thank you. Um, and then we have Mythic Edition. We get Part another two. version of it. Yeah. This one's a little... Uh, Controversial. I wouldn't say that. Downgraded, maybe. I, I, what, what, yeah, we have, we have the number. I, I broke down the numbers with that, so we're going to kind of go through that. Is it worth buying? Yeah, that's kind of the the bit of that. As we're Cliffhanger, gonna, <laughs> you'll have to wait until an hour for Because it's still $250, so that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that is, did not change. Kind of broke it down to see if it's actually worth buying and everything. Uh, and then we kind of finish. We have a little clarification with something, and then we finish with our Smith Specs. Yeah. But Smith, Smith Specs, specs are, are like keep an eye on. Right. Smith Eye. <laughs> No. Smith Eye of the Week. This is how we work on names. <laughs> we we just it. blurt garbage. And I was like, that didn't work. <laughs> did he laugh? Nope. Okay. We're not keeping He did, that. but that's an embarrassing laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's let's jump into these uh, these sweet new spoilers. Oh, by the way, you finished your deck, right? We're not talking about it this week. Sure. Yeah. But you finished your deck I still so still kind of tweaking doing some little, little tweaks bit, here and there it seems like it could be kind of fun <laughs> it could be really so bad convincing, though. it could be really bad i'm really worried about it um 
I think it's going to be fine, especially with our play group with stuff. You're kind of, and when we were talking about it before, you're kind of the answer man to have everything. And now I don't. Like, <laughs> it feels like I don't have. Well, you said you didn't have many removal, and we were kind of going through it. And you had like, yeah, you're out. like, yeah, here's sure. about eight or nine of them. And it's like, I think you have enough removal in there. So, well, well, well that's a little teaser for next week. So, Lowry's spotlight is going to be next week. I was working on the. It's going to be Nikia of the old ways. Red green, yeah, BT dubs, and then my Tesa will be the following week. I haven't even touched that yet. Everybody's making Tesa deck, so I'm gonna not look at anybody else's lists and try to make my own. Uh, I kind of was like, shit, I'm there's so that. many freaking Tesa decks out Tesa's there. Tesa's awesome. I know I think is. a lot of people are gonna be so I might about try it. to do a different route and then find out everybody else did the same route. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. Look I didn't want to do what everybody else was thinking. They're all. <laughs> I'm fucking, gonna go off the board, yeah. and everybody else goes off the board, and it's the Bunch regular. Of <laughs> All right, so let's talk. Let's talk about the spoilers for this week. The rest of the spoilers. We're going to start off with a common so card. So commons, uncommons, some mythics, some rares. Uh, it's going to be in a random damn ass order. So uh, the first one's going to be a common, and it's an interesting card. It's I final it's really payment. Cool. Yeah, final uh, payment. white black instant. You can destroy a creature, but as an additional to the or an addition to this co- or to destroy a creature, you can either pay five life or sacrifice creature. Or an enchantment. So it gives you three options, which is kind of unique in a... Sure. You know, you have the the black one that tap one, black and a colorless, sacrifice creature, destroy target creature. This at least gives you three different options to get rid of. And you might be able to abuse that uh, if you have an enchantment that you don't necessarily need. Yeah, there's... There's, there's a, that blue one. I saw Fast Finance. Yeah, that's what they, I was going to It was too. Hatching Plans, which is a colorless and a blue enchantment. It literally does nothing, but if it is destroyed, you, you draw, draw three. three cards. Yeah. So you play that, and then you go Final Payment, destroy a creature, sacrifice that, draw three cards. But really, I mean, when you're looking at it, you really only went up, like, one card. Yeah. You, you <laughs> used one to sacrifice it and kill a creature, and then you also had to play that enchantment. So Not only that, you're playing three colors in Commander. Yeah, yeah so you're black, white, and blue. Just to get that to work. For Commander, I don't <laughs> think that's going to work. It's highly, like, Zer. Like yeah. specifically searching for an enchantment that does nothing. So I, I was just thinking this is a really cool card. I don't know how practical this is, other than maybe if I mean, somebody's if somebody's going to go like destroy all enchantments and artifacts, you're like, Well, I cast this, sacrifice one of the things that's going to the graveyard, and then you kill one of their creatures. But the fact that it gives you the option and we're breaking down a common card for a really long time yeah, here, but, but it's really cool. It is because <laughs> the thing is it gives you three options. I mean in Commander, if it's early game, losing five life is not that big of a deal, you know? That's like, all right, I'll lose five life. Or, I mean, it's used the sacrifice a creature to destroy another creature. You know, it's sure. instant ability, whatever. This gives you three options to use here. It being instant makes this so, like, just a lot better. Sorcery speed, this would, it would suck. It would, yeah. We wouldn't talk <laughs> it would about be it. Really bad. Uh, all right, so we move into our Moving next on. card a mythic card here. An actual, a good angel. We didn't talk about one of the angels last week for the mythic angel. We we'll, we'll get to it here, though. skipped it a little bit. But. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this one's going to be Angel of Grace. Three colorless, white, white, angel, flash, flying. Uh, whenever it enters the battlefield, until end of turn, damage that would reduce your life total to less than one reduces it to one instead. And then you can pay four colorless, white, white, exile, angel of grace from your graveyard. Your life total becomes ten. This is pretty uh, cool. I, I like this card. Really cool. Really interesting. Um, Saves you. Understand that has to be damage. 
So you don't save your life from poison. If you're losing life from, say, Sanguine Bond, it's not going to save you. But but most of the time you're losing from damage. Yeah. Or commander damage, it won't save you from that. Also true. Yeah. So, but it is a quite a cool card. I mean, you're you're. What's the other one? I mean, it's an enchantment, or is, no? It's a instant ability, or can't reduce your life past one that turn. What is that one called? It's a white. Oh, uh, there's Angel's Grace, which yeah. is one colorless or one white instant split second, and then same ability here. No but this is cool because you're actually yeah, you get a five four potentially. You could block, kill it, then raise your life up to ten after mm-hmm. it's you know it's played and everything, mm-hmm. because it's when it enters the battlefield. So. Even if, you know, it leaves play, this is still taking effect. Yeah, so if somebody, like, you leave up five, somebody attacks you, and then they're going to kill you no matter what you block with, but you you flash this in, kill the biggest thing you can of theirs, you go to one, this dies, the next turn you pay six, go up to ten, and hope somebody else wraths? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like, if you're dying at turn five or six, you're probably... So uh, thought experiment isn't going very well at this point. Like maybe you have other creatures in play. And well, I, I'm more so saying like if you more. cast this and they had a removal to get rid of it, you know, destroy that oh, creature, yeah. and then they still hit you, you still your life can't go below one. You know, if it came into play that turn. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is like you cast that that turn as a blocker or whatever. Most likely you're waiting until the damage is going through, then you're casting it. Whatever. You don't want it to actually die, but yeah. you could let it die to try to get yourself back up to 10 life if you wanted to. Um, I, I think it's interesting. A 5-4 for 5, flying, flash, all this fun stuff on it, and then yeah, you can't die. Yeah, it's not die. a bad body, 5-4 flying. Yeah. It's it's pretty solid. Uh, biogenic yeah. ooze is freaking amazing. <laughs> I wish that it's really cool. it was a commander. I wish it was a legendary creature, but it's 3 and two green, it's a creature ooze, 2-2. Two, two. When it enters the battlefield, create a 2-2 two, two ooze creature token. At the beginning of your end step, put a 1-1 one, one counter on each ooze you control. And then you can tap 1 and 3 green, create a 2-2 two, two ooze creature token. So I was like, man, I kind of was thinking of using, what's her name, the the legendary oh, Verena? Prime <laughs> speaker she Verena. has ooze in her name i was like ah ooze tribal but, <laughs> but really you just need green green and black would work but green specifically there's a lot more green ooze than anything else yeah i can't what and imagine this as your commander ooze. like as a freaking general would be awesome because just ramping all one your one ooze up yeah it, yeah but by itself it's a mythic by the way i did not i don't think i mentioned that Might so it, but it, it seems like a really cool card and being able to like pump out a ooze and start just like you can really make an army and that army doesn't get small well and you just think turn one it's for five you're getting two three threes yeah two three threes that the next turn you can make or it'll be a four 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 and then you make one and a three three or something it's it's a ton of value uh, for what's kind of going on there. I, I really like the card. I dig it. Next one is a pretty sweet commander card to him. I'm actually wanting to I use like this one. so bad. Uh, captive Audience. Five colorless, black and a red enchantment. Uh, captive Audience enters the battlefield under the control of an opponent of your choice. And then at the beginning of your or of your, your upkeep, upkeep, which would be their the opponent, yeah. Uh, choose one that, that hasn't, hasn't been, been chosen. Cho- chosen. So there's three different modes. Uh, first one is your life total becomes four. Second one is discard your hand. 
And then the third one is each opponent uh, gets five two two black zombie creature tokens. Yeah, that's so, insane. Like all three of those choices are like unless they have no hand to begin with. You know, if this is, it's seven drops, so late game they might not have much of a hand. That might be your first <laughs> one. But if it isn't, like if you have a full mid of cards, it's like shit. Do I go down to four or do I? Dis- like they're all of them are bad options. I don't know how I would play this. Like maybe maybe in my mind right now I would just say in in a in a four person game I would say each opponent gets five two two black zombies. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I would do, and then just hope that I they have, don't all kill you. Like <laughs> some type of removal mm. or that they have some type of removal. Yeah, because essentially you there's three turns of five two two zombies yeah, in play exactly. this card is and you're just like well don't swing at me yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna die anyway that's how i would try and play it um I, weird thing to me i understand that it's not in flavor of ravnica but this feels like a curse yeah it does um, in a way and so like i feel like if you but you could just change but a it up curse to, like, a curse doesn't have like the levels and it, that, they've had those enchantments with the black one where it's sure. like you only choose one. You can only choose the same thing. Yeah. Choose one once. Those have all been enchantments, but curses are always just the same, you know? Yeah. But I see what you're saying. It'd be kind of cool to change those up to saying that they're curses. Yeah. They're saga curses. Because <laughs> it's just way too many cre- That's too many times for an enchantment. That's Legendary like- saga enchantment curse thing okay i'll let you keep going (laughs) all right hero of the precinct one it is a one and one white two two human warrior whenever you cast a multicolored spell create a one one white human creature token so i don't know i don't play modern but the modern human deck that kind of took off this year that's a lot of colors, right? But are they multicolored spells? Um, I don't know if this is yeah, going to be meddling mage. That would be. I don't. I don't think this is good enough. Okay, I wasn't deck. sure. I was like, is yeah, this one that, that potentially that really tight? There's not a lot of wiggle room in there, for, to my knowledge. But I see this one going in a two to three, specifically three color card deck, uh, where you're playing a lot of multicolored stuff. Yeah. Um, and if your commander's like cheap. Yeah, and multicolored. Oh yeah, be able perfect. To maybe trigger that a couple well, of times. Well, if you play, it is multicolored like because that's the only way that you're. Sure. <laughs> you can have a, a white mana, and then you yeah, just, then why I would you have this in two, two deck. for two? Yeah. Squire's not a bad. Well, right. Squire's one two. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna play it just mono white commander and put this in there. <laughs> Lumbering battlements. <laughs> All right, nice. Four colorless white, like that. Transition. I like this one a lot. Creature right here. beast. It's a rare. Uh, it's a four five with vigilance. And then when Lumbering Battlement enters the battlefield, exile exile any number of other non-token creatures you control until it leaves the battlefield. Lumbering Battlement gets plus two, plus two for each card exiled with it. That's what I like about it is it's until it leaves the battlefield. So there's no danger to somebody killing this or exile. You know, your creatures are coming back. and. Side note, to, uh, keep saying side note. I'm going to stop saying side note. Now uh, it's going to bug PSS. everybody. PSS. Yeah. <laughs> Postscript. Uh, this reminds me of like Lord of the Rings with the elephants, you know, with all mm. the dudes riding on his back. It's like this big beast thing. Yeah. Uh, mm. But yeah, it, uh, that's my, I'm picturing those are all the creatures. I'm guessing that's what they're meaning that by That makes it. sense. That's yeah. how big he gets or whatever. But yeah, so you play this with a lot of ETB creatures. They all leave the battlefield. You have this huge... I mean, it's a four-five body for five with vigilance. With vigilance. Right off the bat. So and let's say you 
remove three creatures, non-token creatures. This is a, a 10-11 yeah. with Vigilance. Um, and then if if all three of those have ETBs, if it does die, and that's kind of like Wrath Protection as well. So like if you play this, next turn you attack with a 10-11 and then Wrath the board, mm-hmm. and then you get your creatures back, back and you're ahead. But even that, it... it how big it is it's you know normally it's like everybody's like oh kill it kill it but now it's like do we want to well, kill it because now all our stuff the stuff's coming back and it has entered the battlefield stuff so it has kind of a double i think it, I think it can create some really good tension i don't know if i'd kill like a 10 11 vigilance like i just probably try and chump it for like, unless i gave it trample but yeah then yeah yeah that's a difference that that's adding things to the <laughs> you know the goals if it gained see, this is how you tweak cards we got to do this should be our segment is i like, see where we, you're going though if it gained abilities Let's of whatever card, card yeah make, <laughs> that should be a segment we just go back and take a card like how do we make this card better broken but if it gained like playable abilities <laughs> from the creatures that are on top of it that would be awesome they have cards that are semi-similar to mm-hmm. that like a uh, soul flare where you're removing cards from your graveyard and it gains all those abilities or, or the the ooze the black ooze doesn't it gain the abilities oh, of yeah, everything the, that's in the uh, graveyard the ooze. Yeah, yeah there's that um come I mean, on wizards why don't you uh change change this to gain abilities because that would be freaking insane if it did really that cool. yeah all right our next one is benthic biomancer and again it looks like it's a legendary creature but it is not because it has three creature types <laughs> merfolk wizard mutant <laughs> so it's a one drop for a one one you can tap one and one blue to adapt one whenever one or more one one counters are put on it draw a card and then discard a card so if you have the ability to take counters off this, I th- it's probably just too much work. It's but you have the other you have your other blue cards that just tap to draw a card and discard yeah, a card. Yeah, Merfolk Looter's probably just better. But if you're but, but it, it is a one drop. It's a one drop, it's only two to adept, and then if you're able to put one one counters on it you're able to loot f- technically for free while making your creature bigger mm-hmm. even though you you can't use the adept after the first time but if you have that ability i don't know it could i think it's a nice cheap drop in a counter like one one counter deck uh awaken the erstwhile three colorless black black sorcery each uh rare uh each player discards all the cards in their hand then creates that many 2-2 black zombie creature tokens. This oh, seems really cool. Yeah, it's dangerous, but it is. It is. Though? I mean, you're getting you're giving everybody 2-2s, two but what if they have a full mitt and they have seven 2-2s, two but they are getting rid of everything that's I in their hand? I would be perfectly fine with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had, I guess you're right. Yeah. Because what it, I'm, I'm playing this in Here's like my a, thought, a graveyard though. deck. Here's my thought. You're mm-hmm. playing against three other people. You just wiped out all their hands. Where do you think those two twos are coming? <laughs> That's where you don't take that step because it's like, Lowry likes to do all this. Yeah, it's really good. But then it's like, well, Lowry, you just did this to me. I'm coming at you, fucker. Oh, how about this? How about this? It is good. I'm, I'm playing this in Moldrotha. Mm-hmm. And so I'm able to basically, it's like me just putting my hand into my graveyard where I can play it. And then everybody else doesn't have a hand. Now that sounds like you shitty sound magic. You like a dick right yeah. there. <laughs> that's what that sounds but I'm like. getting ahead. Make an attack into that my sounds like uh, everybody quits after that turn. <laughs> is what that sounds like. <laughs> 
Sounds like a good play. <laughs> you get excited for being a dick. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> but then you wonder why everybody comes after you. It's like, oh no, I don't wonder. <laughs> I don't wonder. I totally this understand. This sounds awesome. Everybody loses their hand. I, I, Nothing <laughs> bad can happen here. No. I, I never sit back and go, why did that just happen? I'm always like, this makes right. total sense. I wish I could stop it. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> uh, the next one is a perfect card for one of your recent commanders. Alicia that I just did uh, like a month ago. So Font of Agonies. It is a one-drop enchantment. Love one-drop enchantments. This is a rare. Whenever you pay life, put that many blood counters on this. Remove two or tap a, a colorless and a black. Remove four blood counters from this. Destroy target creature. Yeah. Uh, this works with your deck, but it also works with shock lands. It works with fetch Fetches. lands. It works with anything that you're paying life, not taking damage. It has to be pay life. You but have to if you're purposely paying life, like the shock lands, like. This seems this seems really cool in my Alicia deck. I'm excited. Oh yeah, this is to like slide that. Hey, right Larry, this is gonna be perfect for you. This is like a card made for that deck. Like, yeah, just think of like uh, Font of Agonies with Toxic Deluge. Yeah, so you kill everything, <laughs> yeah. and then if somebody plays a creature, you're just like I'm gonna uh, pay two that. more and kill that. Like this seems really powerful. I I really like it in that style of deck. Mm-hmm. Now again, this. I don't think it's modern playable, but it could, if you built around that, you could do something like that too. Yep. All right. Uh, I believe this one we did not talk about. No. You don't want to talk about it? I think it's pretty decent. Go for it. No, it's yours. Oh, it I don't yeah. want to, though. Uh, <laughs> Priest of Forgotten Gods. Uh, colorless black. It's a 1-2 rare human cleric. Uh, you can tap it to sacrifice two other creatures, which sounds awful. Any number of target players each lose two life and sacrifice a creature. You add two black and draw a card. That's pretty sweet. That sounds awful. What? You're sacrificing two tokens. You're making everybody else pay two life and sacrifice a creature. And then you're also getting two land and drawing a card off of those two creatures dying. It's a lot of little nothings. It's making people sad. It's very situational. Like... You you have to be. It's going in my deck that I'm making with Tesa, so it's gonna be awesome. You're not getting is the it, double. Is it going to be awesome? Well, because if I'm playing a lot of tokens, is my thought. I think this isn't a token deck. You're making people sacrifice, and you're also drawing card, getting drawing a card and getting two mana to replace it. Are you thinking that I'm reading it wrong? No, I'm just I'm just, just looking tilting at your it. head sideways. It I'm might just, make it better if it's a little. My, uh, the mic's in the way. <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to look at it from your angle to see why you think it works. <laughs> Tilt your head. Tilt my head. Just, I think it could be fun. It. I'm not saying it's amazing. I think it could be fun to play with. You know, like you're affecting the whole board. You're making everybody sacrifice. You're not targeting anything. Getting around indestructible. Getting around swift whip boots. Getting around lightning greaves. Making people sacrifice. So any Voltron deck is dead because you're making them get rid of it. Sure. We know how the sacrifice goes. I mean, that's kind of how I controlled the board in the last... The beginning of our our last game that made a lot of sense right there. The, the last time we played Commander in the beginning so you, of the game, block, everybody block. was playing their commanders, and that was all that you guys had out. Made everybody sacrifice creatures. It does stuff, you know. And this is a two drop, so this is an early, early or late play, depending on what the board looks like. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, I wish you had more beer because you're a dick. <laughs> Immolation Shaman. It is one and one red. Viachino 
Shaman. It is a 1-3. Whenever an opponent activates an ability of an artifact, creature, or land that isn't a mono ability, this deals 1 damage to that player. You can tap 5. It gets 3 plus 3 and gains menace until end of turn. So this kind of goes hand in hand with Harsh Mentor. Yeah, I think, well, I think, in my opinion, a 1-3 early game is better than a 2-2. Yeah. Um, Because you're... I don't you know it's easy you're not, not going to attack with a 2/2 really into anything but and you don't want to be pumped up to a, a 4/6 in a later a game it's a bit of a more sink where you can you know turn it into a 4/6 I'm more saying happy. with both of those together is kind together. of start working a little bit I mean that one deals 2 damage this one deals 1 if you're able to get like a cr- critical mass of that type of card maybe mm-hmm. but I think this is just a little bit better with that menace um Oh yeah, it, it becomes a bit more of a threat later on. But I for sure like this better than Harsh yeah. Mentor. Yeah, yeah. The next one I really love, and it's going in my coin flip deck. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Mirror Match, uh, five colorless and a red enchantment rare. Uh, whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, flip a coin until you lose a flip. For each flip you won, create a token that's a copy of that creature. Those tokens gain haste. Exile them at the beginning of the next end step. This is crazy. Yeah, this is really <laughs> this cool. Is really crazy. This is... Especially if you think of with the. Uh, I always want to say Zender Split, but he's not the main meat and potatoes. It's uh, Okun. 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 And you're playing a creature that doesn't cost much, and then you're flipping a ton of coins and making duplicates of that, especially if they've entered the battlefield stuff. It's a free oh trigger, gosh. which is awesome. Like, there there are similar cards, like, uh, I want to call it, like, Flame, Flame Blade, something or other, like, enchantments, where whenever a creature comes into play, you pay, like, red or red two colorless. To make it happen. Make a token, they attack that turn. And then they sacked. Similar to this, this is six mana, more expensive than those, but this is free. Yeah. And, so that, and you can get multiple of them pending on the coin flip. Um, this it, it this feels really swingy and really cool. And I don't think it necessarily has to go in a Zender Split Okun Commander deck. It sure. could go in any random red deck that has Enter the Battlefield stuff. Oh if yeah! If your yeah, creature, really if you're playing idea. red and something else, and it's, uh, I don't know. I, let's say you're playing red green girl, and you have stuff that your forest elves though would uh, sure and come in to get a land. Boom, boom, boom! You're going to get three if, or if four you have, land. Yeah, one, <clears> two, three, four. That that seems really cool and very powerful. Even even late game, like let's say you go mirror match or march, and you yeah, like you draw that, and you're like, well, fuck it, but wood elves is sucks you know not really what you want at the end of the game but, but you're it, filtering but your deck out really throw you ahead yeah. like even more or destroy target creature or land boom 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 <laughs> yeah. just wipe acidic slime whatever just wipe shit off yeah. the board like this it, seems really powerful yeah so or uh think of um inferno titan <laughs> yeah <laughs> that could be pretty sick man just the end of the game seems crazy yeah all right uh the next one is glass of the guild pack this is pretty basic it's two it's an artifact uh multicolored creatures you control get one plus one yeah so, so this really helps out in a multicolored deck go there you it. go <laughs> that's it i mean we can talk about this one might as well some of the guild pack Five colorless artifact. Uh, whenever you cast a multicolored spell, draw a card. Add one mana of any color. Or um, you tap it to give you one tap, mana. Tap, yeah. yeah. It, five seems really expensive, but being able to draw a card... 
there's that uh, Vanquisher's Banner, which mm. is five colorless when it comes into place. Say a creature type. And then Whenever you, you cast that, you draw a card. They all get plus one, plus one. Feels kind of similar. I. Th- but this is giving you mana. This is giving you mana versus an Anthem effect. Yeah. Um, that card right now is sitting at like five, six bucks. Um, this one, I don't know. I don't think it's better. But I, I can't think of any multicolor decks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cinder Vines. One red, one green enchantment. Whenever an opponent casts a non-creature spell. This is going to work well in your deck here, I think. Mm. That's an enchantment. It doesn't go Oh, well. yeah. Never mind. I will take that it back. This work. is not going to work would. well. There are plenty of cards that would work well in it, but I cannot play them. Uh, it deals one damage to that player. Tap one, sacrifice this destroy target artifact or enchantment. It deals two damage to the permanence controller. Yeah, that's awesome. As a rare, though, do you think it's awesome? I, almost... I missed it. I, I That's the first time I've seen it. Oh, really? yeah do you think it's good as a rare there i would i I think being able to i guess it is doing damage whenever they play a non-creature so you're just doing damage without having to do anything and then you're able to wipe you know control the enchantment so this isn't as good as like aura of silence or anything that Mm -hmm. makes artifacts and enchantments cost two more and then you can sacrifice it to destroy um this is not that uh let's we can get that straight like that aura of silence goes bonkers Mm -hmm. but in red green this could really kind of just do a little incremental damage it it you might not like it either because where people are like one damage damage." (laughs) and then they were you know you're reminding them that you're around which might not be good (laughs) that's Um, a good point we should do an episode on that how to make yourself not be reminded that you're around (laughs) you don't do a good job of that i'm I'm pretty awful at it (laughs) Hi, I Lowry, I'm that. doing damage here. Right here. Here's one Attack and two me. and <laughs> came in with a light. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next one. Ethereal Absolution. Four colorless, white, black, enchantment. This is a rare. Uh, creatures you control get plus one, plus one. And creatures your opponents control get minus one, minus one. That's kind of sweet. Eh, it's expensive. It but, is. Uh, two colorless, white, and a black. And there's an ability. Exile target uh card from an opponent's graveyard uh if it was a creature card you create a one one white and black spirit creature token with flying so really a two two so really a two two yeah um this is uh reminds me of what's her nuts the uh if it's a her probably doesn't have nuts the uh white uh plus two minus two the one that you always played with and uh, I just elish got. norn yeah elish norn reminds me it's not as good of course because the minus two uh, is course. very big but the minus one minus one is a token killer like that's going to wipe out your yeah. people that are playing one one tokens and all that and you have a benefit of getting rid of rid of people's graveyards and getting a two two flying creature you know and yeah, all your and stuff that's have not a bonus. Bad for, on, on a on an enchantment it's it's a little similar as well to like cr- the crovaxes so they're both like one's black one's white but you know they give all creatures plus one plus one that is black or white and then everything that's non white mm-hmm. or black gets minus one minus one similar to that a little bit too um but this is more affecting your creatures that affects everybody yeah, so if yeah. they had black or white creatures right yeah would that the, would yeah. get them as well yeah. so so this is I think it's really cool, kind of, and also the plus one minus one is like zealous persecution. To me, 
I don't really want to play that in a deck, but with this being a permanent effect, could be better. But six does feel like a lot. But it does have removal of graveyards. That is also true. I know you don't like getting your graveyard removed, but I will remove it. <laughs> so we finally have our decent card dealing with yeah. gate gates. Uh, so we have Plaza of Harmony, and this is when it comes when it enters the battlefield. If you control two or more gates, you gain three life. So a little mm-hmm. bonus if you're playing with gates. You shouldn't be playing with gates, <laughs> but if you're, if you're in standard and whatever, playing with gates that gives you a little bonus. Uh, tap to give you one colorless, so it doesn't Ooh. come into battlefield tapped. Yeah, which is nice. Or if you are playing with gates, it gives you one mana of any type that a gate you control could produce. So kind of trying to make you go hey play with these shitty tapped cards yeah there's there's i think a lot more support for gate tribal if you want to call it that um <laughs> tapped I, tribal yeah tap tribal <laughs> yeah go out and get your amulets of vigor now they're like 20 bucks and yeah there you go once that gate deck gets <laughs> yeah. going uh I just yeah, it, this this card doesn't do anything for me, but it might. It's probably worth it when if you're on a budget. Mm. So I, I wouldn't. I like that it doesn't. It doesn't go shitty and come into play tapped as well like the other gates. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just. I would not be pleased. The, your worst case scenario is you you play it and you get one land, the one colorless land. Your best case is you gain three life and you have whatever color you need. Yeah. But you shouldn't be playing with gates. <laughs> all right uh this is a side card we're trying to read it real quick uh repudate which is not correct uh it's hybrid green blue green blue uh it's an instant counter target activated or triggered ability and then the other part of it is replicate uh color that was green an instant or blue. by the way yeah instant this one's a sorcery replicate white green blue or colorless green blue uh create a token that's a copy of target creature you control i think there's a solid card i can easily see myself using this i would use it more if it was just blue because i have a deck that fits perfectly with it <laughs> didn't miss it yeah exactly uh so like the the thing that i like this a little bit better like you know how we were kind of talking about how like there might not be enough activated abilities going on in a game now there are triggered abilities which there are a ton of uh but yeah triggered abilities happen a ton and you can kind of play this on a bunch of them and this uh it's i I think this is much more interesting of a card than uh just like uh activated abilities Mm -hmm. only so i I really like that card and then being able to copy one of your bigger creatures could be make it really cool too i'm having trouble reading this is this bedek yeah bedek and bedazzle so the next one is Bedek. Bedek. I want to go Bedek. I don't know why. <laughs> because of Medic? I don't know. Medic. <laughs> Medic. Bedek. So this is either, it's Rakdos, so it's black, red, black, red. One. It's two casting, either or. Uh, target creature, I should say Rakdos, Rakdos. Target That's creature gets yeah. plus three, minus three until on a turn. So potentially could pump your creature if or it had a big or one. kill another one so that's kind of nice that's an instant also bedazzle is an instant as well but it's four black and then red destroy target non-basic land it deals two damage to target opponent or planeswalker 
So you can redirect it to a planeswalker if you need to yeah, in this one. Yeah, on this card. Yeah, the six is kind of... The, the first part I like a lot better. The badak is pr- a lot badak. better. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the split card there, I like the other one a little bit better. Yeah, um, I like the green-blue one. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get into Orzhov one. Uh, so there's Revival, which is uh, our new thing, I, I guess. Orzov, Orzov, right? Is that mm-hmm. what we're doing? Cool. I like it. Uh, it's a sorcery. Uh, return target creature card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield, which seems like a really cool reanimation spell. Yeah. It's probably too narrow for commanders. I like when they get returned to the battlefield and not to your hand. Yeah, yeah. That seems for two, that's pretty, pretty good. Decent. Uh, and then there's Revenge, which is four colorless white and a black sorcery. I like this. Oh, uh, yeah. Double your life total. Target opponent loses half their life rounded up. That's pretty crazy. That's actually. really powerful. That is that is commander so written is this, all over Is it. that combo with Sanguine Bond? Yes. Right? Losing life. No, 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 no. no. Okay, that doesn't work with Sanguine Bond, but that's really good with Sanguine Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Quite good. So Yeah, I like that one. I like that one the best so far out of the splits for commander especially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right the next is thrash and threat and we have it's gruel and gruel instant target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to target creature or planeswalker you don't control and then two red and green create a four four red and green beast creature token with trample meh I mean, I, I the beginning like, part I like. I like. The, hold on, target creature you control deals damage. I really like that. It's not fighting. It's no, it's not fight damage. So it's not getting hit back. At instant speed. That seems really. Quite I'm more cool. mad on the second part. Threat. Um, making a four-four trample for four ain't no big deal. <laughs> ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. I'm glad you're reading this one because. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> up until today, I was like, I don't remember what the tribe is for blue-white. <laughs> so we have the Azoria split card at rare here, and this is uh, Warrant and Warden. Warrant is an instant that is Azorius, Azorius. Put target attacking or blocking creature on top of its owner's library. Uh, and then Warden is three colorless, a white and a blue sorcery. Uh, create a 4-4 white blue sphinx creature token with flying and vigilance i prefer this one more to the other one you like this one the best so far no uh, compared it's almost the exact oh, same uh, thing as gruel, gruel one. one like it's just doing what their colors sure. do you yeah. know and a, i prefer a four, this four one. flying vigilance seems better than and a four, 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 four trample. trample yeah um and then warrant is very similar to azoria's charm from mm. return of ravnica so i i think there's a really solid card it's removal and then um a creature so <laughs> we're we're already at 46 minutes <laughs> there yeah you can it's cut so like crazy. five minutes though. i know uh all right so now we move into i actually like this one too do you want should we talk about that one sure. okay so angelic uh exaltation yes let me try that again angelic exaltation i still said it fucking weird <laughs> i said it with a question mark each you time. had a second go at it <laughs> all right join the third time angelic exaltation hey there we go <laughs> shut up i heard that inflection 
I need another beer. Three and one white. It is an enchantment. Whenever a creature you control attacks alone, it gets X plus X, where X is the number of creatures you control. So, so that could get pretty crazy if like you have exalted? a lot of tokens. Yeah, Exalted, but Exalted only gives you one. Right. Well, it's it's this like, is for uh, how many creatures you actually control. Sure, but so there's if you have the uh, ten of them out. You get ten plus ten. There's the angel that gives all your creatures exalted. Yeah, and so like this is pretty similar to that, just an enchantment, so it can't fly over the head of everything like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is uncommon, and that was mythic? definitely a rare, if not mythic. I think it was, it a was mythic. the mythic. Yep. Now it's a rare. I think they reprinted it. And I think you're making Ultimate stuff Masters. up. <laughs> no, it's uh, this card's pretty powerful in Voltron. Mm-hmm. So cool, cool story, Hansel. Keep going. Yeah, I was looking. I was reading. Oh, ah, I like that one. So we got uh, ghostly prison on a creature for a turn. Yeah. Uh, forbidding spirit, uh, colorless, white and a white. It is a spirit cleric creature it's a three three uh when forbidding spirit enters the battlefield until your next turn creatures can't attack you or a planeswalker you control unless uh that controller pays two for each of those creatures this could be Um, fun i think it's kind of cool yeah Yeah. i'd probably rather hold it for late game yeah yeah like when you just hold it so that if they remove, you're probably playing already have your ghostly four. prison out. Yeah, <laughs> make them pay four because um, this is a triggered ability. So even if they remove everything, it's still gonna happen. It's still gonna happen. Uh, and a three three for three seems kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely treat it as a spell. Don't treat it as a creature that you just play agree, early. Yeah, you get don't... three mana and play it turn three. No, hold on to this and pretend like it's actually a spell. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, all right, the next one kind of goes with uh, some of the stuff that's the already walls. in standard. The walls. Well, I guess, yeah, I would, that would I work. would use this in walls, probably. <clears throat> Rally to battle. It's three and one white instant. Creatures you control get one plus three until end of turn, and you untap them as well. So yeah. it's great for just all out attacking. They think you're all open. Boom, that comes out new. Yeah. It's like it's better than vigilance in my mind right there because it is a surprise on tapping mm-hmm. um and this i think this goes really well on your arcades deck mm-hmm. and i would in my mind i would put this in like a doran deck as well i think both of them are kind of like a bit of uh like an overrun effect mm-hmm. right there uh eyes everywhere which is two colorless and a blue enchantment uh at the beginning of your upkeep scry one which is like thassa and then you can pay five and a blue exchange control of eyes everywhere uh, and target non-land permanent. Activate this ability at sorcery speed. Uh, I think this is pretty sweet. I mean, because Thassa, you, you're kind of doing Thassa's ability. I mean, a lot of times you're doing it because you're getting the unblockable part to it. Yeah. But it's the same casting cost to come out. Mm-hmm. Enchantment. You're scrying at the beginning of your turn, but then you have the potential of taking anything that's They're not a, a land. creature later. That makes them think twice about playing really powerful things. It this I think this slides well into the uh, Zedru deck, Zedru the of uh, the Great Herder. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can take it back. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you can just. Well, you, then they take theirs back, don't they? Well, they could do that. That's yeah. a really good point because they could activate it as well. Mm-hmm. That but, sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> this is also an uncommon, so you're not dealing with something. I, I think it's pretty decent, though. Just the fact that you're scrying at the beginning of your turn. 
and then potentially taking stuff. And it's at mm. sorcery speed, so when you're taking it, they're not taking it back instantly if they have the mana to take yeah, it. So you, you get... at least get a turn of doing whatever you want with that. You get to do whatever you want with their card. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Pubes and all. It. Sacrificing it. All right. Uh, the next one is Cavalcade of Calamity. It is one and one red enchantment. Whenever a creature you control with power one or less attacks, this deals one damage to target player or planeswalker. Actually, it doesn't say target, so you don't actually have to target that person. It deals one damage to the player or planeswalker that creature is attacking. So if there's, for some reason, hexproof on things, you can actually still target them because it's not targeting. Yeah. You can't target them because you're not targeting. Yeah. It's not how that works. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it said to do it to target player or whatever, it's just automatically doing it to that. Um, So, like, Mm -hmm. in my mind, I was putting this in Krenko or, again, smaller token red white tokens or or something like that kind of doubling the damage in a way yeah or like you you're able to at least um get to that planeswalker if they have enough blockers you're able to just kind of like kill it Mm -hmm. uh regenesis seemed interesting uh three colorless green green it's an instant uh return up to two target permanent cards from your graveyard to your hand now the instant part is what makes Mm -hmm. that interesting and it's two cards there yeah uh, next one is Wilderness Reclamation. It is three and a green enchantment. At the beginning of your end step, untap all your lands. This card and it's awesome. An uncommon. Yeah, awesome. it's pretty awesome. That's the gist of it. We don't need to explain more. When you get to untap your lands at the end of your turn, that makes you a big threat. And, yeah. Or not threat, just makes it you dangerous that people can actually... Larry, now you're just touching stuff and taking things away. I thought you wanted to talk about this nah, guy. No, we can move on. Uh, Dovin's Acuity, which is a colorless white and a blue enchantment. Mm. When Dovin's Acuity enters the battlefield, you gain two life and draw a card. Whenever you cast an instant uh, spell during your main phase, uh, you may return Dovin's Acuity to its owner's hand. This is just like the uh, Demir one. Oh, the Surveil one. Yeah, Surveil one, except it's for white and blue. So you're gaining a life and you're drawing a card. Yeah. I I like this one a lot because you're drawing the card with it, you know, Mm -hmm. and playing instants and stuff. Surveil... Doesn't have a lot of support with surveil, you know. Where you just instances have those... and sorceries, there's they've had that shit since ton the of beginning. Yeah. So I like this this card a lot, a lot, a lot. And I think uh, I think another cool thing is like you can have those enchantment interactions. So this could work in an enchantment heavy deck as well, as long as you have a good balance of like instance mm-hmm. that you like path to exile on your turn, like if you want to be doing that. So, um, if not, probably not good enough, but it seems like a really cool card. Next is one that I don't really want to talk about, but Larry's making me do it, but it's <laughs> Frilled Mystic. It is two green, two blue. Adam number two will like this. It's another Elf Lizard Wizard. Elf yeah, Lizard awesome. Wizard. Yeah. Three, two, Flash. When it enters the battlefield, you may counter target spell. Let's just move on. We oh, man. I would, I'd call it an Elf Lizwiz. <laughs> <laughs> Galloping no. Lizrog. Uh, three colorless, green, and a blue for a frog lizard. Frog Liz? See, yeah. They should have Fro- called Liz. it a, like a frard or something. Because fr- that's appropriate <laughs> like creature type order. <laughs> a frard? You're, you're being a frard right now. <laughs> Sounds like a derogatory turn right there. <laughs> I know. You're being a frard. That's why it's funny. 3-3 <laughs> uh, three, three, Trample. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, uh, you may remove any number of 1-1 one, one counters from them, put them onto Liz Rog, and then you double the amount of 1-1 one, one counters that are on it. So that uh, could get pretty freaking huge. So that's 
that's kind of the card that you were looking for. They just don't have a ton of support. That's like removing one one counters from adept mm. creatures, and then you can adept again. But it's a five mana. Like it's just yeah, it's a lot. And it has the trample, which helps it when it gets the double and everything. Yeah. Uh, the next one is going to be perfect in my Arcades deck, and could actually make uh, Arcades standard playable. playable. Yeah. Uh, high alert. One white and blue is an enchantment. Each creature you control assigns combat damage equal to that tough. Uh, to their toughness rather than their power creatures you control with defender can attack and you can tap two and a white and blue an untapped target creature this is also an uncommon so we're just in the uncommon section yeah, seems really cool for arcades like you were saying yeah a uh, pitiless pontiff it's a white and a black it's a vampire cleric two two uh you can pay one sacrifice another creature pitiless pontiff gains death touch and indestructible until end of turn now the reason why I was liking this is I think this would go really well in your Edgar Markov deck because it's a vampire. You cast it. You already have that creature. It's basically a blocker that can kill anything that's coming at you. You're just sacrificing all those little tokens that you always get anyway. Yeah. So like, this this seems like it could be really cool for blocking and everything. Yeah, and just for blocking. Him, yeah. I would, you know. And he is indestructible. Yeah. Kill everything. Yeah. Kill them all. Uh, Rhythm of the Wild. I like this card because it deals with counterspell stuff. <laughs> One red and green enchantment creature spells you control can't be countered. Non-token creatures you control have riot. If you don't remember what riot is, when they enter the battlefield, you can choose either for them to have haste or you give them a 1-1 counter. Yeah, and so and that's not an enter the battlefield trigger. That is, it comes into play with that ability. Mm -hmm. So you choose um, that before so it make, comes yeah, in. Yeah, make sure that you are choosing it before it comes into play. Do we? Yeah. yeah. Shark to crab. <laughs> Two colorless, a green and a blue. This is a fish octopus crab. It should be shark, but I understand fish is shark, whatever. But you have a hammerhead right there. That's a hammerhead. It and it says uh, it in the name. Sorry. Four, four, four. Uh, it has adept one, which is... Uh, Two colorless green blue for the adept one, uh, and then whenever one or uh, one or more one one counters are put onto Sharkto Crab, tap target creature and opponent controls. That creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap phase. I like, just want to play this card because of the picture and what it is. It just seems so cool. <laughs> um, and like, okay, think about: I, is this good enough to play in Atraxa? Like, you adept and then enter Every your proliferate, and then you yeah. Uh, tap down a creature that does not untap. Well, I'm going to say yes because I want a shark to crab. <laughs> shark to crab. You got a shark to crab something. <laughs> it's fucking sweet. All right. Uh, then we have dispose and deploy. It is one and what is it again? Orzov. No, it's not Orzov. Or Azorius. Azorius. Tap target creature, draw a card, and that's an instant and also an instant. Create two 1-1 one, one colorless Thopter artifact creatures with flying, you gain one life for each creature you control. This is an uncommon. Uh, this feels really powerful when they're both instant speed. Mm -hmm. um, and Depose isn't bad where you're just tapping down a creature and drawing a card at the end of turn trying to get through their bigger creature. Or um, just like four mana, like a Congregate, is you gain two life for each creature in play, but... This gaining one life for each creature you control, plus already giving you two. You at least gain two you life. You at least gain two. <laughs> that seems really cool. Uh, persistent Petitioners. One colorless, a blue. Uh, it's a 1-3 creature. Uh, this is a common, but this is going to be like a buck or so. Uh, it's a colorless tap it. Target player puts the top card of their library into their graveyard. 
tap four untap advisors you control target player puts the top 12 cards of their library into their graveyard and then a deck can have any number of cards named persistent petitioners this looks like it's going to get abused like crazy this seems because it can happen that turn they come into play because it's tap ability not tapping you know it's as long as sure, it doesn't, it doesn't it, worry that, about that part doesn't, sickness yeah. when you do the the tap four ability. So tap, tapping to put one card seems more like limited, but the the tapping the four advisors it can be any advisor, honestly. Oh, that's a good point. And it can be any player, so you could also do that to yourself if you so chose. Which I wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> if you're graveyard, if I was. Advisor tribal with my <laughs> tribal. Uh, that sounds awful. Yeah, it does. Um, Jank tribal. I don't think it. Have we noticed or noted that the lockets are back? Yeah, lock. We knew the lockets would be back, yeah, just yeah. like the shock lands. So that'll do it pretty much for the rares and mythics that were spoiled this week. And then we kind of went over the commons and uncommons that we hadn't talked about before. So we are done talking about new cards. But I'm sad. We are going to talk about mythic edition. So you seem excited for this. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because I broke it down. No, because it's disappointment. <laughs> uh, so they spoiled the eight new. Well, I shouldn't say full new. art foil planeswalkers. Three of them are from this set. Two of them. Then, no, it has Domri and Kaya. And that's the only two. Oh, they don't have so it's six. Yeah, oh, okay. they, like the last one, they that's did six stupid. and then two. Well, reprint. they only had two last time anyway. That's what I'm saying. They so. had two repr- or two new ones and then six that were reprints. Yeah. So they did. So it's Karn, Scion of Urza from Dominaria. Tamio, the Moon Sage. Tamio. Tamio. What were you, you yeah. thinking? No, I was trying to figure out. Uh, it's. Oh, you're thinking of the, the set that it's from. Is it from a commander set? No. No. No, no, no. I had it. It's a, uh actually I have it. Ascension. Oh, no, it's not Dark it. Ascension. It is the third one in the Innistrad block. Do you want me God to actually it. find it out? No, nah, fuck it. <laughs> we don't have to say where they're actually from, but then you have Sauron Markov, which is a pretty decent card. That's a really good one. I would agree. Uh, Jaya Ballard, which, which is, is pretty terrible. Lava Claw reaches of this. <laughs> a Johnny Mentor of the of Heroes, Dak Faden, and then, like you said, you have uh, Domri and Kaya. And the new Kaya. So, the what are your thoughts on everything here? I mean, um, they're a down. They're definitely a downgrade from the first Mythic Edition. Sure. Yeah. I mean. Obviously, you didn't have a Jaya Ballard the last time. You had, like, she's just not really playable. <laughs> in, but she's full art. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You, you just pick a different, better red. Like, that could have been uh, Chandra Torch of Defiance right there. Mm-hmm. And I and I would have been like, hey, this is, like, if everything is solid, that's fine. But also, like, you just don't have that top end, like, Teferi or Liliana from the last one. This has, this has, like, shitty. Kaya's maybe shitty, but could be really good, too. Like, that has that potential swing. Karn is all, is really cool. Tamiya's really cool. Soren's really cool. I think that, I think there's a really good middle, but Jaya is just. So just take Jaya out of it. But you can't. But well, sure, okay, you take no, it out, take it and out then you it. lose more value. 
Well, the thing is, is like, I kind of broke it down. Kind of broke it down. I did break it down. You did. <laughs> you half-assed it. Yeah. No, you you worked hard on it. Um. So the there is a definite step down from the first one, but the one thing I will say is that these are more commander playable. The ones that the six that we know about, like not know about. The two we don't know okay. how much they're going to be used. So I kind of took the da- the data out of that. So out of the six that were reprints that weren't from this set, um, your average cost for Mythic Edition one ended up being about eighty eight dollars for the regulars. That's not for the 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 full art foils and stuff like that. Okay, so, so you're kinda, you're just going basing this off of the non mythic edition versions. The the cheapest you could get yeah. from that. Okay. And doing the same thing for these six, we came or I came up with what is it? Well our average went from oh no 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 I messed it up. So the first mythic edition came up to $146 for the six. Yeah. This Mythic Edition came up to 88 for the the 6. So like 70 bucks less. Yeah, average price went from $24 per down to 13. That's for the non sure full art foils yeah. and everything like that. Now when you break it down even more, if you take their actual foils and everything, well, let's see. Well, let me go back a second. Karn I think is the only one that could bust over 100. The other ones are all going to be around if they're if they're like what was in the first Mythic Edition, and let me go through them really quick. So Tefiri is up around two fifty. You have mm-hmm. Liliana, which is at one twenty five, one thirty ish, and that's actually where I would expect Tefiri to end up going. Down I think there's to. just a high demand because of standard. Well, that's the other thing too. Right now is now that people know that this is a continuous set. I don't know if it'll necessarily go down. Now people might go back and try to pick up those because now it's more of a collection of having eight of these and you know these eight and the, the other eight because the only way you can get them is from the Mythic Edition. You can't get it from a box that you open sure, from a pack you'd... now. So you potentially could. I don't know. It, I would. I would look at this as similar to like. Ugin the Spirit Dragon promo. That's like huge and different art and all that stuff. That's like a three hundred dollar card. I think of it more it went of up the to box toppers in a way because it's the full art. They even done the full. The yeah. full art is like in the last couple months. First time they've been doing this full art, no border, anything. I, I think it'll reach a peak, and I, I just think Tefiri is too high. Tefiri is he's he's a standard staple in so many decks. I. I is that better than Liliana Last Hope? I don't think so. So it might be right with it. That's uh, I'm kind of basing it off of yeah. not going that high because I have sure. basically yeah, Karn's Karn not getting up there. No, I have Karn basically sitting. I'm guessing around a hundred or a little over a hundred. This version of it. Yeah. Um. But let me let me go through the rest of them. So you have Elspeth, Tezzeret, Nicobolus, Doretti. Uh. Each of those, you know, Elspeth's at eighty, and you have. Tezzeret and Nicobolus around 40, 40, 50 bucks. And then your bottom is Doretti, which is at $27. Mm-hmm. So you take those and you compare it to the ones we have. I think we're more sitting around the Tezzeret area for most of these, except those for were 60, about 40 to, Oh, those are 40, 40 to $80. So going off of that, I broke down mythic edition one, and Mythic Edition 1... Let me pull it up. I have too many sheets. I should just have it you as have one a bunch. sheet. <laughs> Mythic Edition 1 
if you take the the value of the the whole thing, um, it came up to six seventy five. So if you were to sell those cards right now, it'd be six hundred and seventy five dollars. You bought that for two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at Mythic Edition two, and I'm guessing what the two new Planeswalkers are going to be, I'm thinking those will be around fifty is what I went with, and then. I put those two at 50 because that's what standard people are using it. And then I put all the other ones except for Jaya. Jaya put at 25, the cheapest. You could even go down to 20. And then I put Karn at 100. Could I? I'd maybe spend five bucks on (laughs) full art foil. Hard to get. Uh, But that gives me a price around 400 bucks. Okay. Um, When you break it down, Mythic Edition one, 675, box was. Minus two fifty. eBay, what they charge you ten percent, minus sixty seven fifty, PayPal minus twenty seven dollars, shipping minus twenty four. That ends you up with a profit of about three hundred and six bucks. And then you get twenty four packs for free. So you have a profit. If you were if you right now sold all your cards from that from Mythic Edition one one. Okay. You gain three hundred and six dollars from what you spent, and then you gain twenty four free packs. Now taking Mythic Mythic Edition two four hundred dollars for the for those cards estimating box minus two fifty eBay minus forty PayPal minus sixteen shipping still minus twenty four profits only seventy but it's still a profit of seventy and you get twenty four free packs. Are you really getting this for two fifty? Sorry to point out yeah like two fifty but aren't you paying for shipping when it's coming as well? No, it was two fifty. Okay. Straight up two fifty, and it's going to be on eBay this time instead of. So that's a difference. Instead this of time. their store, yeah, but it's their eBay store, so it's Hasbro eBay store this yeah. time. And I guess the other question: Have they noted like this is going to be the same distribution number as two. the first one? Only two per person. No, no, no. What I mean is, no, it's um, going to be we, worldwide we know, more, and we know it's the, not going to. So it's going to be more product than the first one. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's going to be more product. They don't. They, they didn't haven't stated say that. Yeah, we don't know how much the but first they're not one releasing was, them at your GPS and all that. And they're not going to be able to go pick them up like they were doing before. So, but now they're making it so that everybody can buy them on eBay, and so it's going to be an eBay sale on the. Shoot, I wrote it on my phone. I believe it's the 24th and Eastern t- or Central time, which is our time oh, zone. 24th of January? Yeah. Um, 2000. Sure. So it's 2 o'clock e- um, our time. So Central. So it would be 3 Eastern is what it was, and then 2 o'clock ours. Yeah. No, that, I was trying to think because their release notes are Eastern is 3 o'clock Eastern time. So that's when it's going to be for sale on their eBay page. Okay. One last thing I did note, and I was saying that they're more EDH playable. They're not more. They're more EDH-driven cards. They're, the the first set was played in about, if you take all those Planeswalkers, they played in about 24,000 EDH decks. Total. Okay. And then this is 29,000. So roughly just under... 30,000 and it's almost 30,000 but so it's not a huge number so that's why I'm like I was kind of comparing them and seeing which ones played with what and all that um when you even look at the other ones there's only two of them that actually besides Tefiri which is played in modern legacy vintage and standard 
Liliana and Elspeth are played in Modern and Legacy. All the other ones are just played in one set. And that's kind of the same, not set, format. Format, yeah. Besides Commander. And then if you take that compared to these, they're all, these are a lot worse. These are just, <laughs> yeah, these are just plain worse. But it, and my thought is, I still think at the worst, you break even yeah i don't think it's going to be even i think it's yeah, going to be more sure than if that i'm not to break even on 250 though like again like maybe if you're into pipping and pipping your deck and you don't have these planeswalkers that might be worth it but jaya just is a, again this, i i feel like this is it's always been a trend when they started doing something good it's what they do is they pull back mm mm-hmm. Um, so like the first modern masters was a fantastic set, ton of value. And then they looked out and went, Hey, we could probably make more money on this. People like this. And then they, uh, modern masters two comes out, dialed it back, dialed it back, raised the price. And they just want to like, but I think they, they had the these, and these are already picked is. out already before they did this. I bet you, and but I, they, they plan on that. Like does just, so as, as, as a collector wise, Knowing that you know all these full arts are out there, especially if you go with Ultimate Masters and everything like that. Sure. I think these are going to be hugely desired. Not just, I'm just saying the full arts in general, especially if our third set, which is has been named the Spark or whatever it is. I think it's actually uh, War of the Spark. Uh, but what I I think, I mean, they are going to do. I'm. 99% sure that we're going to have another mythic edition to complete sure. the mythic editions which do you think that this is a continuous thing in every single set or is it for just for planeswalkers for planeswalkers no, absolutely not so this this is this block is based off of planeswalkers coming to ravnica mm-hmm. as a central like super friends versus the legion of doom battle with nicobolas so i guess what my question is do you think that the full art's going to continue i mean it's been a hit it's selling their shit the prime the most expensive stuff is just flying off the shelf off of people buying uma and they mythic edition i mean right now you can there's 600 dollars boxes for the first one yeah, I'd, I'd be interesting to see the numbers on who's actually buying it at 600 I think MTG or Fast Finance, he was selling his for 565 hmm. and he sells his cheaper than everything else. So, like, are they moving though? I like, think are they so. actually being I can, sold? I can do an eBay search and we can actually see what they're actually selling for. Um, I, I just I don't see them maybe doing it beyond this though. Like they changed the frames for each mythic edition. Like so even more so for Kaladesh was different than Amonkhet, which was different than Battle for Zendikar. Um, and they kind of skip it every once in a while. You know they didn't do anything for Shadows over Indistrad block. So that make these more even even more desirable if this is all that they're doing. Um, it I seems guess- like it was on their mind because they did this for the box toppers as well. Mm-hmm. I kind of want them to keep doing this because I really love full art. I know we've said it a lot, but I just love the full art stuff. Watch the video on the freaking making proxies. Everything I have is full art, but yeah, um, I don't know. In my mind, I think I'm I'm still picking these up because yeah, I'm only selling eight cards, making my money back if not more, and I'm getting 24 packs from it. So I think I'm gonna try to get it and. You know, if I wanted to sell those other ones right now, I could. I won't 
because I actually traded away my regular ones. I had a regular Tefiri. I traded oh, that so, away because yeah. I'm like, ah, I got a full art one now. I don't need full art foil. It's exactly yeah, I think, what I, I need. I think as a collector thing, it will appreciate over time. I, I And I think this would too. I think um, you're hung up on Jaya. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> am. But I, I also have a hard time buying stuff that's more expensive than what I can get for much, much cheaper. Like the only one out of this, again, I, I have a ton of cards. So the only one that I would probably want is Tamio. And that's because I lost my original one somehow and it still frustrates the shit out of me. But let's take let's so. take the price out of this, everything with that. If I were to tell you, "Hey Lowry, I have a small investment you need to do in the end. If you, all you had to do, you're going to make $70 off of it and 24 free Magic the Gathering packs from the latest set." If I were to come to you and say that, would you do that? Like, all you had to do is put in the effort to sell them. Mm, that effort part. <laughs> I, I know you're a don't trader. Sell, I trade. You're yeah, a trader. Trade. But what if I were to sell it for you? And well, I you calculated like everything in there. I took. Fee. I took the. No, I already did all that. You're gonna. You're gonna charge me. Well, no, I'm just <laughs> telling you. If you're gonna make seventy dollars, sure. Sell, I mean, and it does. You're not keeping any of these. You're making no seventy, and you're making twenty. You're getting twenty-four free packs. Like. If do it the other one, if you know, in the first one, you were kind of him and Han on the first one, it was a disaster on how that freaking worked out. Sure, got a box topper from it, made $175 off that box topper, which is now a $30, $40 card. Well, maybe <laughs> so. I made it, I sold it right away, but that's a different story. But that one right now, same thing $300. I could sell all those right now, make $300, and I would have got 24 free packs plus a box topper. So I, I guess, in my mind, this is a no-brainer to buy. It's not as great of a deal that you're not going to walk away with three hundred dollars, but sure. I think you're still going to walk away positive if you want to sell all of these. That's why I'm. My plan is to try to buy two, keep one for my greedy self, and then the other one I'm just going to sell off. Like just turn around, sell it, make seventy bucks off of it, plus twenty-four packs is kind of what I'm looking at. Because now people are looking, it isn't just a, this just happened in Guilds of Ravnica. This is this block is having all these new full art foil planeswalkers. I want them all. And that's kind of how I am. That's why I'm going to keep mm-hmm. even Jaya. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, keep yeah. Jaya because then I have the full set of it. should tear it up. <laughs> Speaking of tearing it up, I did just tear up my first ma- magic card last what? night i've never done that i've never torn a card up it was how bad uh, do you feel no it was a land that had a because you know sorting through my land whatever getting rid of my basics because i don't use them anymore mm-hmm. i use my full art stuff um the whole back was like torn up like folded up oh so i was like i want to see the blue in this because you know people talk about the tearing you see it so i was like i'm gonna tear it and i tore it and cindy's like oh my god you <laughs> i was like it's a land it was already damaged i was like look at you can see the blue liner in it so it was actually kind of cool have you torn a card up uh no no i'm not mean <laughs> That's, i treat all of my cards equally <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> No, I probably should. I have thrown away some of them when, like, I'll I'll have like friends be like, "Hey, it was magic," and then I just like toss the garbage, not like garbage, garbage ones, but ones that have like fucking food on them. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I don't want. I wonder if the uh, the little advertisement cards that they give you, if those are the same print. Like, if you were to tear Mm -hmm. those, if those have that in it, that's a good question. 
So, anyways, I don't know. Do we want to talk more about it? I long story short, and I know I broke you down a lot. It broke down a lot of the numbers with I it. I probably won't again. <laughs> I was thinking that would have been cool if you were if I convinced you that we mm. could do a special mm. edition battle boxes with that, kind of like we did with Ultimate Masters. Yeah, that seems silly though, because out of twenty four packs, you're going to get eight that we know, and they're equal. No, no, no. So that takes out it's twenty four packs, and then eight of the packs, eight. Packs. more packs those are just eight of those are oh, i guess it includes the rare no I, that's right they have that and they have a rare inside so it's okay. different than ultimate yeah. masters i'm so used to that we open ultimate masters that they were packed individually i forgot that mythic edition did you open the pack you have that in there plus another rare. rare in there okay. or mythic so i don't know I thought it would be interesting if I could convince you. What if I were to tell you I'll sell the cards for you and I have no charge on my end? <laughs> I'm not going to make a decision on air. <laughs> Email Lowry and tell him he needs to buy it so we can have a Mythic Edition battle boxes. And then you can also send me a song at the same time. <laughs> You're song a cheater. Suggestion. <laughs> All right, we should probably move on because we are an hour and 20 minutes into this already, but we have a lot of cutting that we have to go back and you guys don't even Hopefully know about. Hopefully we have enough cutting, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we wanted to talk about the clarification on... So on episode 45, uh, Timo emailed us. Uh, we were talking about the difference between Tarmogoyf and Haunt of Hightower. We were wondering if Lightning Bolt would kill Haunt of Hightower. This uh, isn't a we were wrong segment, no, this by is, the way. No, this is just a clarification because we weren't sure. And it makes total sense now that it was pointed out. Uh, so thanks for the email. But it's uh, So Tarmogoyf would survive that scenario. And I, I knew that part, but it was due to layers. Like... There isn't any triggered abilities. There isn't. It just is. It just is. So, like, if you look at card. So, after Timo sent this email, I pulled up both cards to look at them. And the high tower is based off of things going to the graveyard where. So, that would be a triggered ability. Yeah, or Tarmogoyf is. Constantly checking. Mm -hmm. So, whereas. The state-based action action of damage would not happen before it was being checked. Towards the triggered ability of Haunt of High Tower would still be on the ta- stack when damage um, is being actually done. So it would still die. So it would still it die. It would die, I should say, yep. instead of Tarmogoyf would, would not. So Haunt of High Tower, that's a mythic we talked about maybe a month ago at this point, but uh, that is the buy a box promo. So just if you buy a box, you're going to get it, and maybe... Woo. Just so you know, uh, moving on to what we think are, uh, this is kind of our Smith spec section, but it's cards we think are undervalued right now in the pre-sale. I do. Um, I did throw part. in one one card that is a Smith spec kind. You of. want to talk about the Smith spec right off the bat? Yeah. So Arcades, I think, is also a card you might want to pull up here because um, with there's a lot more wall support, and another thing you got to factor in is. Seth is getting excited about it. So if he ends up building a deck and it does well and it starts doing well, it uh, could jump in price. And actually it's already starting to move a little bit, not a ton. It's kind of 50 cents today, but you can pick, I wouldn't go for the foils because the foils have always been expensive for uh, Arcades because it's mm-hmm. a mythic and it's so, used in a commander. Cause yeah. now we have a wall commander. Um, but the regulars you can pick up. It's, I was picking them up between three and three fifty. Uh, there was still quite a bit of inventory, so I think you have some time, but I think that price is going to go up. 
uh, when you get to the higher end stuff, it starts to get over 15 to 20. Uh, but there was quite a bit. I mean, there was probably over 100, uh, not 100. It was probably like 70 vendors that had them yeah, between I, three I think and Arcades six. Arcades is a good pickup either way because I think it's a unique commander mm. that allows your walls to go for it. So it's going to always kind of stand out a little bit. So it probably was going to appreciate it anyway over time. But now that it could be potentially a decent standard deck, um, you, it's going to happen a little bit quicker. Yeah. So even if it's a miss with standard, which I don't think it's going to be, you can still have the potential with EDH for yeah. that card to go up in the future. But I think it's actually going to be a short-term gain. So I would this I would pick up soon. Actually, all these were kind of most of these, right? Yeah, we're saying we're, pick we're, up okay, soon. Yeah. So let's some move of these to the next I would, one. Uh, so these are like keep an eye on for the new set that's coming out. Uh, and Smothering Tithe is one that we talked about. This is the one where whenever an opponent draws a card, if they don't pay two, you get a treasure token. It's sitting around $2 right now, and I feel like that's pretty low value. I'm probably going to go out and pre-order probably three of these. And with these, uh, I don't think any of these. No, we said go for the regular because it's hard to judge on the foils. I think the foils are going to be higher than the regulars, and the regulars sure. can get a but lot it, cheaper But again, right it's now. more like keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. Um I do think a lot of these will probably dip when things are um, when out I dip, a little you bit. Dip, we dip. I put my hand up on your. Don't hip. touch me. <laughs> uh, so I, I just think that's a card that's kind of undervalued at two dollars in the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do see it kind of dipping for a little bit when things start being released. One thing we talked about on the last podcast as well that we liked was Guardian Project, which is a three and a green enchantment. Whenever a non-token creature you control enters the battlefield, if it doesn't have the same name as another creature you control, you may or you control or in your graveyard you may draw a card. So it's kind of like made for commander right now this yeah, one's yeah. sitting at around two two to fi- 250 so kind of the same thing as- yeah so I don't, I don't think this is going to be looked at nearly as much as like standard so like yeah, you want to sure. like go and look at like is it beast caller beast whisper yeah beast whisper uh so that one draws your card whenever you cast a a creature spell this one has some of those limitations that standard it could be affected in standard so um I, I would expect it to dip below where D- Beast Whisperer is, but I actually expect both of them to go up in the long term. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's one I would definitely keep an eye on. Uh, the next one we talked about today? Yep. You? Uh, Wilderness Reclamation, another enchantment. This is uh, green. And at the beginning of your end step, you untap all the lands. Right now, it's uh, sitting at about a buck fifty, and... So again, this, you're getting one trigger at the end to untap all your lands, but that's really powerful, and uh, I would definitely keep an eye on that. If that dips down around a dollar um, or even lower, I'd start picking those up whenever I saw them at that price. But even, um, again, I, I would expect a little dip when uh, the set comes out. And with that one, it depends on what your what your foils will get at. What are the foils sitting at right now? They don't even have it listed. Yeah, I mean all this yeah, stuff is so, so new. new. But that one, if the foils are reasonably priced around three bucks, that might be something worth going after as well. But um, 
it's it's a freaking it's a good card and it's an uncommon that's why i'm thinking the three buck mark it might get there but if it's over that i would probably wait till it drops a little bit uh the next one is the one that we talked about for lowry's deck the uh, font of agonies another enchantment yeah so that one right now is sitting around a, around a buck 50 buck 75 again pain life with shock lands yeah. and fetch lands just in general that is going to help uh, you use this card, but then if you put it in specific decks, this is going to be really good for commander-wise uh, for decks like Lowry's yeah, deck. And sitting at, or, you know, somewhere in between a buck fifty, two bucks. Again, I think that card will go down, but I would definitely keep an eye on it. Um, I can see that actually going in to modern as like uh, the Death Shadow deck because you're always paying life mm-hmm. and you can just put a ton of counters on that and one mana. You're doing a ton there already. And then our last one, uh, I think this is a no-brainer that we should pick this up. Yeah. You're, you're saying it. Uh, end Raise Forerunners. Uh, this is the big 7-7 seven, seven Vigilance Trample Haste that gives all your creatures plus 2 plus 2 and Vigilance Trample Haste. Talked uh, about that one last week. It's sitting about a buck right now. Um, I think this is definitely the second best version of Crater Hoof Behemoth. Yeah, if you want to be consistent with your Crater Hoof triggers this and that goat <laughs> yeah so well the goat's a bit different because that's an attack trigger oh yeah but, that's a good point uh with this being an etb you can abuse it differently type but this, i really like the vigilance on this thing yeah and 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 it's sitting at a dollar this is um this can be a pretty a really good budget but like Crater Hoof Behemoth sitting around 20 bucks again. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can get this for a dollar, uh, I can see people picking this up. And I, I can see it settling around 4 or $5. So, yeah, that'll do it for the cards we're looking at for this week, right? Yep. So, yeah. Uh, pre-releases this upcoming weekend. Uh, we might be doing things a little different. Maybe. Yeah, we don't really. We're trying to figure it out. Um we got a video I to shoot. We got pre-release to do. do. We might do a split. We might not be at the same pre-release. This will be weird. Yeah. I don't think we've ever done that. Yeah, it's going to be better for me. Ah, because you'll actually win. <laughs> you don't need <laughs> me <quick>. there. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. You guys can uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Commander Smiths. Uh, you can send us an email at Commander Smiths. Or you can YouTube us. Commando Smith. I like different voice for each I one. Just staring you in the eye. <laughs> Making love to me. What? You got a patch on. <laughs> uh, I like, like I mentioned before, check out that video again about making proxies. Making proxies. Get the reference. Polly Shore is fucking awful. Everybody, everybody's, there's probably 90% of our audience you, does not know yeah, what we're talking about. You know about. how, like, that saying, like, oh, you just ruined my childhood? No. Polly Shore ruined my childhood. <laughs> like, him being famous or popular or whatever the fuck he was was awful. Making proxies. <laughs> but yeah, uh, check that video out. We'll have our battle boxes. Uh, oh, oh, we need more suggestions. We do have we have one that is going in there. I found another one this week that we might add in there. And the more the merrier because we'd have a huge freaking wheel for this. And the more disgusting, the better. Just nothing that's necessarily going to be like, insta puke wise like well the one you found this week is going to be insta puke it literally says at the end of well, what you showed me was and then puke well because it looks disgusting and it has no. so much crap in it i'm saying that like putting like 
peroxide in your... No, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Something that's yeah gonna... Not something that's poisonous. Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> Uh, that's irresponsible but we we would like more suggestions if you guys have them the bigger the wheel the better and we'll just keep adding to the wheel and we're going to start keeping a list of the ones that we've taken we actually might separate it where well if Larry doesn't make if Larry doesn't make bad bets and keeps taking shots when I take shots or should it always be no no no. We have to separate it. No. There's got to be a winner and a loser. Not not everybody gets trophies here. <laughs> everybody uh, gets packs, though. But, yeah, so next week we should – yeah, we'll have our podcast again, and then we will have our battle boxes go out that week. So we'll go out just before release about, probably. so. So you guys can check that out then, too. So we'll promote that, too. But we need your suggestions so we can add – because we're going to record – right before the podcast so if we don't get your suggestions before then there's we're not gonna have it for taking, it doesn't count yeah sorry there and actually we need it sooner rather than later because we need to have the supplies because we don't have the supplies to do it then we can't run out do it. that night and do it no, yeah it's gonna exactly. be exactly like, so give it to us this week give it to us i don't know I mean, you can hand late. it to us nicely yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be all aggressive all right that'll do it for this week we will uh see you guys next week thanks for listening see ya bye Bye. Bye. <laughs>